Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am your host, Shante Arati. We are coming on with a special show today with special guests to talk about how to leverage your money game like a boss. It is so important that we talk about money, that we share our experiences and knowledge about money so that we can help each other as entrepreneurs and business owners be able to uh, grow and scale our businesses. So come on in. If you have questions, we encourage you to ask them. We'll try to uh, answer them while we are live during this broadcast. Also, um, if you have any comments, if you have a tip or trick or how you're leveraging the, mo the money game, leave that in the comments as well. Uh, we, this is gonna be an exciting show today. So with that said, it, it's gonna be power packed. So I definitely want to take this step to introduce our special guest. And so we will start with Amy. Amy, can you introduce yourself? Tell us about you, your business and what you do. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Obviously, um, I love the the money talk and I love the way that you talk about it and what you share with your audience. It's so important. So thank you for having me. Um, I'm Amy Schultz. I am head money coach and co-founder of Boulder Money. And we are a company that's on a mission to close the gender wealth gap. So we help women level up their financial lives through our money coaching programs. Um, and really that's a passion for me because of my story around money and my own experiences that I've had as an entrepreneur trying to leverage my own money game um, for the, the past few years. So that's why I'm here. I love it. And we're so glad to have you. I'm looking forward to all the um, wisdom that you're going to be sharing with us today. Uh, and so we have Crystal. Crystal, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Shante. I am really honored to be on your show. So I am attorney Crystal Johnson. I am the owner of the law office of Crystal L. Johnson here in Crown Point, Indiana. I am a tax attorney. Um, I have small businesses. I'm an entertainment attorney and I am a real estate attorney as well. So um, I really love, I have a passion for working with small businesses because, because of course I am one, especially startups. I'm really into startups, helping you all get up off the ground, you know, get up off the ground and grow. So I am here for you. Um, just give me a call. I'm sure Shantae has my information up. So I look forward to talking yeah. to you. Yes. And I I'm, I have these ladies here on the show. You know, I'll always bring you amazing uh, women that are doing great things in business. These are the experts. So uh, even through, uh, you know, I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs and business owners during COVID, and I'm always referring them uh, to experts, right, that they need, right? So I always want to make sure I have my network full. And I have referred uh, Crystal several times. And uh, Amy is one of those uh, people that I refer as well as a money coach. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. so I really want to start with uh, just going back to you, Amy, because, you know, there a lot of times there's questions around coaching and what that what that yeah. is, what that's what's needed. Uh, so can you just explain what a money coach is and how coaching can benefit an entrepreneur business owner? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So thank you for that. So when we think about help with money or building wealth, a lot of times we're thinking about financial advisors as the only people who can really give that help. Where So a financial advisor is somebody who takes wealth that's already built and manages it, right? And figures out what assets it needs to be invested in and how that's going to work. 
a financial coach or a money coach is somebody who helps from a holistic perspective of what does this person need to start building wealth? What are some things that they need to work through in their financial situation so that they're secure, but also so that they feel confident? So a lot of times when it comes to money, there are practical steps that need to be taken so that we feel secure, so that we're doing the right thing, so that we can save up money to start a business or so that we can invest our money in our business the right way. But there's also a huge emotional component. And a lot of times that gets left out of the conversation because either we hear that as women, we shouldn't be emotional about our financial decisions or our business decisions, or we just don't realize how emotional it really is. So with money coaching in particular, we're always making sure that everything we do has that underlying component of what is this person's relationship with money? What are the mindset barriers that might be keeping them from taking the practical steps that we really know they need to take in order to get where they want to be? That's awesome because we know that uh, entrepreneurs, and I know specifically a lot of women uh, deal with those types of barriers. Um, it, I hear a lot about don't brag about money, don't talk mm -hmm. about money, keep hush hush about money, but we all want to make money, right? right. So yeah. if you all be keeping it a secret, how are we going to learn how to make money and how to grow our money and how, more importantly, how to le leverage our businesses to build wealth and legacy for our families? Because am I right, audience? Isn't that what we want to do uh, with the money that we're making in our business is to build wealth, right? And to make a greater impact. If you want to make a greater impact, you need money uh, to be able to do that. Uh, and I heard you mention, which I think is important, anytime we're talking about money, it may not seem important, but it is, is confidence. Yeah. Right? Is confidence. Can you talk about how important it is for us as a business owners to have confidence uh, in ourselves and confidence around money and any tips that you can share? Yeah. Yeah, so I have a good example to kind of show how this can show up at, for a business owner. Um, we had a client who she she did amazing work in her business. She was actually at this, the stage where she was ready to hire and really start expanding. But in her personal life, she was carrying some debt, some medical debt. And it was really weighing on her and making her feel like, oh, because I have this debt, I must have done something wrong with my money. I must have at some point not known what to do. And so it was that that lower confidence around like, you know, I'm, I'm just not good at money or maybe I'm not making the best choices. And so that mindset was keeping her from taking the leap into actually hiring somebody, which is a big investment, right? It's, it's even if it's the obvious next step, that can be a risky and scary move because you are putting money and bringing somebody else into the business. So what we had to work through was how is this, this past debt or these feelings that you have around yourself and your ability to manage money, keeping you from making the right choices in your business. And so what we encouraged her to do, what we helped her do was go back and look at her money story and where along her path did she hear this message that she was bad at money? Did she hear the message that she wasn't worth investing a lot of money in her business in order to make it grow? And so we kind of work backwards from there and talk about, okay, this is the story that you have in your head right now. This is what you think about yourself and your money right now. But is that if you're making a decision from this place, is that really getting you to where you want to be? Or if you had a mindset of abundance, if you felt like you knew your business was going to go where you wanted it to go, you had enough confidence, what would that choice be like? And so we try to direct her choices in, in that, from that place instead. So I think for anybody who's listening and is like, yeah, I kind of feel bad about money too, or I stress out about making decisions because of my my own confidence with money, 
think about where you learned that from. Like, where is that that story coming from that you might not make the best decision? And think about, is that moving you in the direction that you want to be? Or is that story keeping you stuck and maybe keeping your business from growing when you want it to be? That's very good. Yeah. So audience, what, what is your money story? Like where, what did you, what was the messaging as you've been going up around money uh, that has, is either keeping you stuck or that has actually helped you flourish uh, money wise in your business? Okay. Cause we know people that are flourishing. So we want those people to share their tips, but yeah. there's also some messaging and, and things where we need to be, uh, you know, we need to change how we were educated, that misinformation that we may have learned and turn that around because mindset is important. So that's really good that we have you here to talk about that. So next I wanna talk about money goals. Um, I think that's so important because if we're gonna make any kind of money, we're gonna build wealth, right? Uh, we, it is so important that we uh, know about money, that we talk about money, that we have that confidence about money. So with that said, let's talk about those money goals and what is important for an entrepreneur or business owner as far as having goals in their business. And uh, Crystal, I will start with you. Okay. So with that, I would say to set realistic goals, maybe short-term goals. Um, some people want to go from zero to a million. How about we go from zero to 10,000? And yes. then work our way up from there because those those are more attainable goals. And what we need to really look at is our performance. Um, the best way that I check my performance is my bank statement. <laughs> you know how much money's coming in. So if you're not, if you're if you're looking at your bank statement or however you're doing your financials to check your progress, just say, okay, well I've made ten thousand this month. Now what can I do to you know, increase that. What do I need to improve on? And like I tell a lot of people is we sometimes we need help. You need to talk to other entrepreneurs. You can um, work with business mentors to help you. There are people out here that will help you attain your goals. You know, they're not afraid to share information. So I'm all about leaning on other people. Like I have a friend, you know, she's a multimillionaire. So I'm like, hey, what, what steps do I need to take to get to where you are? Because she's been where I'm at. You know, I'm hustling. Well, I'm not hustling, but I mean, I'm at a certain <laughs> point, but I have, you know, big goals. So, have, you know, get around the right network because it is true that your net worth is your network. You know, yes. or, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Yes. So that's what I say. Do realistic goals because it'll be kind of hard for you to say, okay, well, I haven't made a million this year. That was my goal. Well, you won't, you know, you're only selling products for $2. How would you get to a million that quick within a year? So that that's my that That's very good because I know so many entrepreneurs that get overwhelmed, right? And there's so much talk about making seven figures, right? And that's great. I want to make seven figures. That's my goal. But right. you need to work up, understand that it's a process, right? Uh, there's no overnight yeah, yeah, it's no overnight success that you know you think of or you see in the media. It took them 5, 10, 20, 30 years to get to that point. But what they had was a plan. Uh, you need, you definitely need to work that plan uh, because goal. If you just have a goal and there's no plan, 
it will never come to fruition. Right. So we want these goals to come to fruition. And I'm in agreement with you, especially about your network. I talk about that all the time and really getting in rooms where there are other people that have done what you want to do, right? They have achieved the goals that you have set out for yourself. Uh, that is so important. It just reminds me of, I believe it was yesterday in a, a fabulous Facebook group that I'm in. I posed a question about digital products because that's what I sell. And I've done very well, but I haven't reached the pinnacle of what I want to do. So I asked, I said, who in this group has earned six and seven figures from just selling digital products? Because I want to know you and mm -hmm. I, there's something that I can learn from you, right? So I'm open to investing my money in a coach or a mentor uh, that can help me take uh, my business to the next level. So is I'm uh, happy to that we're sharing these examples mm -hmm. so that business owners know what they can do. So Amy, what can you tell us? Oh, Crystal, you had something else? Oh, yes. Also, I wanted to add, like, don't be afraid to invest in education. So I take a lot of courses. I mean, yeah, it costs, you know, some courses are 500 to $5,000, but the payoff is Oh my God, huge. you know, it's huge. So they didn't teach us this, this stuff in school, you know, but you can learn it from someone that's actually doing it. So exactly. I, I advise you all to invest in education. Exactly. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm an avid learner and we as entrepreneurs, we have to be, you have to be constantly learning. Things are changing every day, right? Yeah. So that is so important. Be willing to invest in yourself. So Amy, I know you have some great things to talk about in setting goals. Yeah, I love I love everything Crystal said. Like that's just so true. I think investing in education, like we're in we're investing in ourselves, right? As entrepreneurs, like we have to be able to make the the right choices for ourselves. And I think too, when when someone comes to me and says like, "Oh, my business goal is like I want to make six figures next year," I'm kind of like, "Awesome, that's amazing. It's totally possible for you." But why like have you looked at your your personal finances in or like what do you want to do with your business i think whenever we set a money goal if there isn't a, a, a why attached to it and a clear reason or something that's like anchoring it it just kind of shows that maybe our self-worth is becoming attached to the net worth and so that's harder mm -hmm. to overcome then and to get to the point where you are pricing the right way where you are making the right choices because there's so much pressure on you that like until you get to that point you're not going to be the right spot so it gets harder to set realistic goals and to take the small steps that are necessary to get to that place so what i always have entrepreneurs do starting out is when they're thinking about those goals is look at what they need to make on a personal basis, right? What do they need to be able to pay themselves for their expenses, for whatever else they have going on? What do they want to be investing back into their business so that they are growing the business the way they need to? So what are their business expenses? But also, like Crystal mentioned, what courses do you need to take? What things do you need to be doing? What coaches do you need to hire so you can get to that next level? And then all of those things combined can make up the money goal starting out, right? I think it's okay to have these big visions in mind for what we want our businesses to look like. But again, we have to attach it to something real so that we are working towards it. Um, I think also like anytime we're talking about money goals, every single woman should have an emergency fund. Every single woman who wants to be starting her own business needs to have a runway so that she has time to really put what she has into that business and not be worrying about, oh my gosh, am I gonna make enough money? How am I gonna be doing this? 
Um, for me personally, when I started my business, I had neither of those things. And so for the, the first year, it was it was scary. It was like working through my own money mindset of like, yes, I have this sense of abundance. I know I'm going to be able to do this. But also like because I didn't have those things, every decision I made was was with this undertone of am I going to be OK? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? So I think money goals for your business. Yes, I think I'm from a personal place too. Also, the emergency fund of three to six months of whatever it takes to cover your expenses and then also your runway so that you can give yourself six months to a year to just focus on your business. Now, that being said, that's if you're going from a full time or part time job to taking your business. If you don't have those things and you're starting out, it's very possible. I know that Shantae, you, you post all the time about programs and things that are available to help women. And I think that's so important because a lot of times we think that we have to have wealth to start a business and that isn't always necessarily true but then that's where it comes into play where we have to know like what do we need our business to support ourselves for the next month for the next three months what are we going to be able to do and that becomes our goals yes i think that's so that's so fantastic um and this was important too because i know we have um, a huge part of our audience that they have a business, right? Or what they may call a side hustle, yes. but they're still working a nine to five and they're trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to do? What is my exit strategy? And yes. you need one, right? right. Um, if you want to leave your full-time job and pursue entrepreneurship or, or uh, start a small business and be in it full time. So you definitely need to have those goals and have a plan of action. Uh, which is really important. And while I'm on this, I will say too, is what, what I did when I was in corporate America that really helped me when I took the leap and I didn't have a plan when I leave. Everybody's leap story is different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it was just my time to get out uh, of corporate America and start my own thing. But what I did was I leveraged all every, every single opportunity that the company had to, to build my business or, or to build my wealth, right? To build wealth so that I could build my business. And some of you are still in working your business. You could be doing that simultaneously. And what I mean by that is my company offered several incentives, several benefits that I opted into. 401ks, they were matching. It's like, okay, right. you give me free money. Why am I just going to let that uh, sit on the table? Why am I going to miss out on that opportunity? So every every year I was invested in that. And then I increased what I uh, my percentage that I put my money into that account. I also invested in profit sharing, right? Also have insurance because insurance vehicles are important. Uh, we won't go into uh, all the details about that. But there are just certain things that businesses have, including education. Right. Mm -hmm. Some of you are on the on the job and your your business offers you a tuition reimbursement. That's most companies uh, or they will pay your full tuition if you want to go to college, get a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or some other type of certification that is going to enhance your skill set that not only can you use on the job, but you're going to take that with you as you build your business. Right. So definitely find out if you don't know already, you'd be surprised at how many people are on their jobs that have no clue of what the benefits are because they're not always publicized. Go and talk to your HR person and ask them what the, or your benefits person and ask them what they have uh, available, health insurance included, okay? Because when you're exiting, you know, that you still need your health insurance. But that is so important for you to be able to leverage your, your company 
and what they offer to help you as you're building your business. Yeah, I love that. And I think too, um, as far as money goals, like those things that your company is covering that they will not be covering after you take that leap, mm-hmm. that needs to be included in like, what does your business need to be supporting you with every month? Um, another thing that I did not <laughs> do with my leap, but I think that's important to know. Yeah, so we we didn't do it. We learned a lot. So yeah. we, now we're telling you what you can do so that you can expedite the process and you can achieve success sooner, right, than we did, okay? So just take what we're what we're saying and take those notes and put and put these things into action. It's really going to be beneficial to you. Um, now I want to talk now about what I think is very important. I've just seen a lot of businesses cha- uh, really struggling through uh, COVID, mm-hmm. not being able to get access to a lot of the funding opportunities that are out here, and I mean all types of funding opportunities, especially free money. So, Crystal, I want to just start with you uh, discussing the importance of a business really being properly structured uh, as a legal business entity uh, to be able to leverage their money game because so many businesses miss out on this opportunity and don't under really understand the importance. Yeah, a lot of businesses missed out on the SBA um PPP loans, um, PPPs and the EIDLs because they weren't ready. They didn't have their their all their ducks in a row. So basically they were doing business. They didn't have the businesses incorporated. Um, they're not running funds through the bank account. For some reason, a lot of people don't like to use banks, but um, I encourage people to use banks. They're using like Cash App, uh, PayPal, things like that to run their businesses. We just need to get things in order. And I understand that people are afraid to do that. But in order to get the real money, you need to have your everything in, you know, going through the bank, looking really good, having a financial statement, especially I went to Chase Bank the other day and I asked um, the loan officer why they do not loan to a lot of people. And they said, well, a lot of small businesses do not have their financial statements in order. They don't have proof of income. They're not running the money through the bank. You know, let's just get right so that we can have access to this, especially for my brown people, my brown and black folks. Um, Money is coming out. It's just, it's raining money out here. They're giving so much money to us and we need to take advantage of it. The doors are open. And don't be scared to get it. I get, I have a lot of people that are scared to take advantage of the EIDL because it's a loan. Well, it's a loan that's payable over 30 years at a 3.75% interest yeah. rate. Where are you going to ever get that? Nowhere. And on, to, on, and on top of that, you have a two-year uh, deferment period that you don't have to make any payments exactly. on that loan. Exactly. Right? If you can't take that loan and... Um, Triple it. I don't. I don't. Quadruple that money. Hey, something's wrong with you. You need to have a talk. You know, so we have to take advantage of these. So we have to get our bookkeeping in order. We have to look like a real business. And I know a lot of business owners want to take advantage of business credit. And it's fine to have those tier one accounts where you have Quill and you have Ranger and you have all of that. But we want to get to where we can go to the bank and get a hundred thousand dollar loan with just our EIN number. You're not going to be able to do that if you don't have your everything in in order. They want to see bank statements. I went there. I went to a um, to a bank and they had me to pull up my bank statements. They wanted to see what was running through my account, and I had it. So I was able to get you know whatever I applied for. So we we just need to get it in order, you all. 
Exactly. So, I, and I, as every type of opportunity, I've seen so many businesses lose out because they didn't have their EIN. They their business was not properly registered in the state that they operate in. They're not uh, they're not keeping track of their sales, or they're not reporting their sales. Yes. Uh, or their yes. sales are in their personal account and not in a an established business account in, in your EIN number mm -hmm. and your business name. Right. So it's like you're trying to go after this money. And like she said, and I've said it many times that it is literally raining money. Never in the history, not since I've been alive, have they ever, anybody ever been giving out so much free money yep. to small businesses ever. So this is the opportunity, but you, you, you miss out on this opportunity if you do not have your business in order. So you can just start now. If you don't, do we have tools available for you we will all drop our resources and tools in here because there's no excuse not to up your money game at this point and go after all the money that is available to you to help you take your business to that next level right and a lot of people are afraid to get in order because they're like well it costs money to get it in order okay so you're gonna let um what 500 to maybe five thousand dollars keep you from getting a five hundred thousand dollar loan um, no, right. that's not me. That's not my ministry. <laughs> I'll pay exactly. them. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, like hiring somebody and like having somebody help me with the numbers helps me mm -hmm. get my head out of the numbers so I can think yes. about like, what is it that I actually want to do? Otherwise I'm like in there, like just looking at it, stressing out about it. Like how much is this going to cost? How much is that going to make? And so I think sometimes it's like, just to just take the plunge, just let somebody else help mm -hmm. you so that you can do those other things. And it's tax acceptable. You know, so it's tax deductible as well when you pay out that money. So, hello. Yeah. There's so much money that is available that business owners don't even know. I mean, there's so much to talk about. And you, you just talked about tax advantages. Do you know small business owners don't even know that? Right. There are business owners that are not filing their taxes. And I mean, for several years behind and filing their taxes and somebody told them that because they didn't make uh, $20,000, they they're not required to file business taxes. That is not true. Right. Wow. I will right. let the I will let the tax expert here talk about the importance of filing your taxes and business tax advantages that you can get if you qualify for them and you and you can prove right or document that you qualify for those uh benefits yeah there are over like 400 tax deductions out here that we can take advantage of i just love being a business owner i can like what a friend of mine said the other day um food i like food obviously you could tell <laughs> but um we're able to deduct 100 percent of our meals when we go out with clients and things like that that is a game changer. And then also purchasing a car in the name of your business, being able to hire your children. Now, when we go to the hire the children thing, you all need to talk to someone because everybody thinks you cannot hire a two-year-old. The child actually has to work, okay? You need to prove it. So with my uncle, he would have us fill out timesheets and things because he would hire us when we were younger. So he, we would have to actually fill out timesheets. And, you know, so if he was audited, 
he could show exactly what we were doing. So he, you know, so he could take that deduction. Um, there are just a lot of things that we can take advantage of. Retirement plans, we can put away $58,000 versus $19,500 that an employee can put away. And well, Amy can tell you about that, but different, different type of retirement vehicles, you know, hiring people. It's just so many things we can do to bring down that tax liability. Because I know everybody wants it at zero. You're going you're gonna to pay some. You can, you can probably pay zero if you plan it out right. But the thing with tax planning is we want to do it throughout the year. We don't want to wait till tax time to do tax planning. We want to keep up with these numbers throughout the year to see what, you know, see where we're at. Cause we can make a lot of different moves because the thing is with us, we count our money first and then we figure out what we're going to give uncle Sam. Okay. Exactly. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. And you made a great point. So many people wait till the ta to tax time to talk to or to get advice from their financial experts. Right. right. This is who you want to be connected to an accountant. You want to make sure you use proper accounting systems. Right. Yeah. Uh, that are out there and available. That is what helped me. That is what has helped uh, them to be able to get access to the funding that's out there, to be able to get access to credit lines, to be able to get access to loans and to be able to get access to a lot of other opportunities. Mm -hmm. So take the time. And see, a lot of times people, they get in business and they see a coach and the coaches never mention any of this stuff, right? right, right. So they, for a lot of people, this is the first time that they're even hearing if any of these things that are really necessary, if you want to build well, if you want to build a sustainable, long lasting, a successful business that by the way, you could possibly sell down the road, right? Mm -hmm. So that goes to having an exit plan right so a lot yeah. of people they they start businesses build the business up and sell them for millions or billions of dollars okay That's true. so if you want to talk about leveraging up your money game build your business to the point where you can sell it right That's true. and then and make money that way and then reinvest the money reinvest that money so there's so many different things that you can do but make sure you have your found. You have to have a strong foundation. You don't want to build a business on sand. You have to put the, uh, use the go back to basics if you need to, right? And use those fundamentals to help build your business. Now, Amy, is there anything oh, you wanted to? Yeah, on? I just want to interject because people may say, "Well, you know, I'm a startup. I don't have money for these things." But there are free resources out here, like you said, Shantae. Mm -hmm. like, so I have a mentor from Score. Um, because everybody needs a mentor. You know, I mentor people. I need a mentor as well, because there's a certain level that I want to get to. And in order to get there, I need guidance from someone that has done it. Okay. So there are free resources out there. I mean, if you're on here, you know how to Google. So Google those free resources to figure out how to get your foundation in order. If you cannot afford an attorney or um, an accountant at this time, you can do some things on your own. You have to be proactive. You have to be serious and stop playing around. That's it. I tell people that all the time. You can't be passive about right. your business or about money. You you have to be proactive, right? You have to be an action taker. Who's an action taker out there? Let us know if you if you are an action taker. If you are serious about your business and serious about money, let us know out there. Amy, anything yeah. you want to chime in on? Yeah, I love how much of it comes back to um, having a team and like having a support system. And like Crystal yeah. said, a, a mentor, sometimes there's there's um, 
I can't think of the, the name of it right now, but there's different resources and organizations that help you for free too. If you're not at the stage where you can start having a team that you're paying, there's mentors. I know I have um, friends where their businesses, they have somebody helping them with marketing for free. Like there's all kinds of things out there that you can take advantage of. And I loved what you were both saying about it raining money right now, because I just gave a talk recently to female founders. And so this stat is like top of mind because it's actually pretty amazing. But for startups, venture capital has been raised in 2021 for the first six months of 2021 up to $150 billion. That is the, the amount for all of 2020 and all of 2019. So it's true that it really is an amazing time. And it sometimes it comes back to that mindset and that sense of abundance where you, you think you have to get so much prepared and ready and in order. Yes, that's true. Have a team ready to do that. But make sure that you're not holding yourself back, that you're not, you know, that your confidence isn't keeping you from going out and finding those resources for applying for a grant, for requesting funding, for whatever it is. Make sure that you're going out there with the, that sense of like, there's money out there. It's for me. Like my business deserves this. I have a, a valid mission. So I'm going to go out and ask for it. And I'm going to go out and, and make sure that I do have what I have in order because there's a good chance that I can do this. Absolutely. It starts with the mindset. And we, we can't talk about that enough. You Mindset and confidence and yourself and what you have. I think that's one of the challenges that I had to help people, business owners overcome during the pandemic to get access yeah. to these opportunities because their mindset was that they didn't qualify. So they wouldn't even get in the ring. If you don't right. get in the ring, you can't win, right? If you don't apply, it's a no, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and even... Even like hiring somebody like Crystal to say, I, you know, I need help with my business. I want to make sure I have everything in order. You're expanding. So then you're opening it up and like making connections. And Crystal might then she's thinking about your business when she goes to talk to somebody else who might become a client or who might have another resource. Mm -hmm. So the more that you do go through this, this place of possibilities, this place of expansion, you do actually just bring in more opportunities and you do bring in more, more money, essentially. Absolutely. And as a business owner, there is no excuse, right? Because you can't say, I don't have any money. We just told you there, there are tons of resources and we share them all the time and we'll share more uh, after this live. But there are tons of resources, both paid and not paid, programs that are coming on board, accelerator, incubator programs, programs that uh, all of us have that are here today that can help support you uh, in your business. So. Uh, definitely don't let not having money or not enough be an excuse. Uh, and then when you get the money, again, you want to reinvest, reinvest it. Have a plan for your money, right? Have a plan for your money and let your money work for you. So you can't be afraid to invest in your business, right? Uh, it, I, I personally don't understand how you can be in business or be a business owner and you're not willing to invest in your business because there's no way you can grow. Like when I started my business, I started for free. There's a lot of businesses you can start for free, but if you really want to scale that business, it's going to take money, right? It's going to take money to be able to scale your business, whether you're investing in tools, equipment, more education, more staff, right? Team members is going to take money to be able to accomplish your goals. Yeah. And I think, if you, if you aren't somebody who's able to like do your own financial projections and like see like this is where I want my business to go. So this is what I need to do at every different stage. These are like the different scenarios. There's so many, you can hire somebody like on Upwork. Like I have a client where that's what she does is she makes spreadsheets for business owners who can't 
for small business owners who don't create their own financial projections or who aren't good at like coming up with that financial planning piece. So there's there's options there too to have a team for, you know, not it doesn't have to be that like you hired a CFO right away. It can just be that you hired somebody to build a spreadsheet, as simple as that. That's so that is awesome. And it's so true, right? Uh, so there's so many different things that you can do and to work up to where you need to be. So many apps and programs that are available too, like Live Plan is a good one uh, for projections as well. So like she said, Upwork and Freelancer, um, a Fiverr and some yeah. other places that right. you can go to to get that yeah. help that you need as well. So and I would encourage you all this. Having like yes. those virtual assistants, those, yes. oh my God. I use VAs all the time. I use them all the time in my business, right? So vet them out. Find what works for you and use them, right? You don't have to. I have a team of seven, seven team members at this point, uh, and they all are highly skilled all over the world, right? They Mm -hmm. they from all over the world, um, and it's very manageable budget wise. and they're not all full time, but it, it equals out to like a full time team with all, all the people that I have. But I'm strategic about how I use the, these different uh, team members in my business. So, again, there are so many um, options out here for you to use. Um, and VAs is one is an option that I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's very good one thing i wanted to say really quickly regarding just the taxes really quickly because this was a a benefit that was that was under the radar it's a a covid uh, stimulus program uh, that is the employee uh, retention tax credit Uh, and so for those that are watching out there this is a tax credit with between 2020 and 2021 you can get up to thirty thousand dollars per employee now a lot of businesses had no clue until i mentioned it that this was even available that this was an option but even with that they don't know how to get it because they're not prop they're not filing quarterly taxes or somebody else is and they don't have an accountant so that's why we have an expert here uh, that can help you with that again but you must have your business in order you must be filing your quarterly taxes um your payroll taxes uh, to be able to get that credit, but that's just one in the long list of uh, different credits and, ta- and tax advantages that you can get. And there's other stimulus tax advantages as well. Um, but that again, talk to your uh, your accountants and your tax professionals about that, so you make sure that you don't lose out on those opportunities. Yeah, let's get this money. Let's get this. <laughs> Money. Yes. Okay. So we've ta- we've talked about a lot of things thus far. I think the most again setting the foundation. I because yeah. I think a lot of times we miss some steps. So those that's important. Uh, but I want to talk about too is about making money in your business. Okay. So there are businesses that are, that are struggling or businesses that say then that they're not making any money in their business. And one of the things that I heard um, on a consistent basis, like throughout the pandemic, uh, that was another reason why people uh, didn't qualify for the programs is that they started a business, but they weren't working their business. Okay, and I I don't mean they just started last month or a few months from uh, from here. I mean, they've been in business for one, two, three or more years, but never did anything with their business. So it's very important that you take steps, that you put a plan in place to work your business, that you're not just getting setting up your business, your legal entity, 
but that you actually have a purpose and a plan to sell. Now, Amy, I'm gonna start with you because I know with women, I've seen them have a this issue a lot because we we like to serve, but sometimes we get scared and asking for money. Yeah. Uh, then we're not asking for money. We're doing everything for free, uh, or that, or we start to sell and we have our price. Then we're letting people negotiate our prices down to the point right. where it's zero. So now we can't even make money to sustain our business or sustain our livelihoods. And so how, let's turn this around. How do we turn that around for, for businesses? Yeah, the pricing conversation is one um, that I hear a lot because it can be hard. It can feel like we like we as women were told, like, don't take up space. Don't you know, don't um, do anything that might get in somebody else's way or don't take too much or don't be selfish. And so when it comes to pricing, all of these things are kind of it. That's just how we're conditioned. It's in the back of our minds. And so there's there's two things that I always say with that. The first is to think about it not necessarily as exchanging money, but exchanging energy and even more importantly, exchanging the results and the impact that you're having on the other person with the product or service that you're selling. So when you do that, you it takes it away from thinking about like, OK, what is this costing hourly? What is it costing me to build this product? Then you can start thinking of instead, what is the impact that I'm having on this person's life with my product or service? So what is it really the value to them and pricing it from that place? And I think what happens is that it, it takes it off of so much like with the, the little nitty gritty things that we get caught up in when it comes to pricing. It also takes uh, pressure off of us, like because it's it's not necessarily your time. It's not necessarily what you invested in it. It's on the other person. Like, what are they getting out of it? Think of pricing from that standpoint. And so it kind of like takes it, just takes it back and thinking of it from that, that place can help you have the price that you know that you deserve. And also the price that's going to make your clients think like, oh yeah, this is a worthwhile product, right? Pricing too low can sometimes deter people from actually spending because then they think, okay, that like, what is the value of this? Like if they don't even value it, you know, and it, 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 we see this with coaches who price their services too low and then nobody wants to hire them because they're like, what, what am I really getting out of this if they don't even price themselves the right point? Um, so the same can be said for products or services or anything. So I think when it comes to pricing, again, just think of it as you're not just exchanging money, you are exchanging energy, you are making an impact on that person. So what's the value of that? to them. And it does kind of come back to that confidence and that self-worth and being able to, to detach what you're putting into it from what they're getting out of it. Yes, that's important. Impact and results, right? Yeah. You have to believe in what it is that you offer, that you, are you, your, you your product, your service is the solution to somebody's problem. Because right. it is. It, and it has value. You have value. The, your expertise is highly valuable. The work, the money you invested into learning what you have learned is valuable. When you're able to take to use your expertise to help someone achieve their goal in a month where if they have done it on their own, it would have been five years for them to get there. That is that that equals value. And I think it's so important too. this is one thing that I say, because if I had gotten this right, when I first started, I would even be further ahead. But getting your target market right, understanding mm -hmm. what your who your target market is, and I mean learning them inside and out. Who are they? 
because a lot of times we're just throwing we throwing messages and a lot of times it's the wrong message or the right message to the wrong person yeah right if we're targeting that wrong person that can't afford our products and our services and then we're like okay what am i doing wrong and then we're ready to give up on our business because and it's not that we don't have anything good because we do but we're targeting the right person the wrong person right targeting right. the wrong person get the tar the messaging right to the right target customer or client and you will be steps ahead of the game. You have to learn who your target market is and then cater to them because they will have no problem paying for your products and services. I can I've I've seen many times that I offer a product or a service, one person will say that's too expensive. Someone else will be like this is just right and I posted this the other day and someone else will say that's all you're charging? Right. Mm -hmm. literally i host a when it's a difference because i host classes online and i host classes in person now the classes here that i host in, in person they're like a thought they're a thousand dollars for the a six part series they get a discount if they if they get it all together right and then people the business owners that are coming in here like oh my this is a steal like take my money Right, where someone else, literally, but someone else that is different, not maybe not necessarily my target audience, or maybe they're not in the place where they're ready, will say, "Oh, well, that's too that's too expensive, or that's not in my budget." Right? It again, it goes back to the perspective and your mind and your mindset and understanding your customer, where your customer is, what they want, where they are, what their struggles are. That is so important. So don't don't be discouraged or stay stuck because the people that you keep trying to get to buy your stuff isn't buying your stuff. They're not the right people at that time for you at that time. So hopefully that is uh, helpful to you all out there. Has anybody else experienced that? Yeah, that was that was a game changer for me. Like I think that it was a year in business before I started um, focusing on like client attraction and focusing on who's my target market and like, what's their pain point? What, what do they actually want? Like, I know what I think they need, but like, right. what do they actually need? What do they actually want? And like messaging to that instead, that's huge. And so what, like when you said earlier for um, anybody watching, who's not making money in their business, I think that might be one of the first places to start is like market research. Like, you know, who am I actually serving and am I hitting their pain points? Am I actually solving the problem that they would pay money to solve? Yes. Market research is so important and oh. it's, it's a step that many people miss. They jump over that step. That's right. very important is to do your yeah. market research. Yeah. Cause we get excited and we're like, Oh, I know, I know this is going to change the world, but like, we, okay, but we need people to tell us that first. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're going to say something, Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I discussed this with my business mentor. I mean, we, as women, we're, we're nurturers. So we want to take care of, everyone but he let me know just like I said I have to have that target so I'm going through a weird weird transition now because I'm in the growing phase right now of my business I'm in my fourth year so um you know I have a soft spot for startups but a lot of startups they don't have money to invest they can't pay me but what he said was what we came to the conclusion was I can maybe offer some free seminars for startups because they still need my help. I do wanna be accessible in the community. So I can do maybe a free seminar every quarter for startup businesses to show them to how to create that 
um, foundation for their business and how to do their own bookkeeping and things like that. So that is something to think about if you, you know, have that big heart like me and you still want to reach back and help people that yeah. don't have because eventually they will have it, you know, because I always tell people, okay, you're here now because I've been there. But I mean, you can, the sky's the limit. Well, but beyond the sky to the moon. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm right there with you because that was my struggle like earlier on. Um, I was trying to work with startups and I'm like, it's just not working. They don't have any money. Yeah. It's like, I was yeah. like, I need, I need to change my target audience. Right. And, and really target business owners and entrepreneurs that actually have reached the stage that they have the money to invest. But at the right. same time, like even during COVID, right. I learned that there's still startups that have a need. And so, so many, so many experts and business owners were backing off of startups. It's okay. So if everybody back off of startups because they don't have the money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then they're never going to get the help that they need. And right. so what I learned and what I did was, is taking that approach that you, a similar approach is that you can create multiple levels of products and services, right? Uh, and so you can have a pro DIY. I do a lot of DIY. Like I, even this channel, this is an example. Like our YouTube channel has a lot of free content that people can take. I don't give fluff. They can take that and and take what they learn and then DIY and then work with that and then work their way up to actually getting on a one-on-one -on -one with an expert or or in a group group coaching program, right? So there's mm -hmm. different levels to this. Different. Packages that you create can create like ebooks or, or like you said a webinar video uh, where they can they can watch that take what they need to learn implement and then move up to the, to the different levels right there's the membership programs and different things like that that can accommodate them as well so I'm with you on that because even to this day I I think at least maybe forty to fifty percent of the business owners that tune in and that contact me are those that are still in the start of phase um mm -hmm. and that may not have a lot of money but i don't i don't want to uh to 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 give the impression that all startups don't have money because that is not the that is not the case You're right, there right. are startups right now that's been in business for uh you know four six seven eight months that are making six figures that are making uh millions of dollars uh, but they they still need help too. <laughs> they still need help too uh so they may not have have all their business organized and a lot of them don't because that that six figures that they're making is not in their business account is still going to their personal mm -hmm. right they, they have not right. yeah. their business so now they come to a juncture a junction right where now they're stuck because they can't get a contract because they they missed that step they're not legally structured they don't have that that bank account so there are levels to this <laughs> Uh, so just know that just understand where you are and just take the don't let it overwhelm you just take one step at a time towards your goals. Right. And definitely like join organizations for it's a lot of women business owners organizations. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to a meeting tonight for one of mine. Um, you just have to get out there because people will help you. So don't be scared. We just yeah. sometimes we have this fear. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm out here by myself. You're not out here by yourself. It's like, a, it's a lot of us. It's millions of women entrepreneurs. So just reach out. People will help. All they can do is say no. 
Exactly. I'm part of many many organizations. I'm part of a women business uh, center here. Uh, Amy and I, I think we're part Mm -hmm. of, we're in some of the similar groups online, on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Clubhouse. Yeah, your your networks. So I I don't understand that either. When you say you can't find help anywhere, where are you looking? You're here. We're here, right? Uh, Find those places to connect uh, with other like-minded business uh, owners and entrepreneurs because, you know, no one else knows what we go through as entrepreneurs and business owners like we do, right? And so we need that support system. Your network is your net worth is one of your greatest assets. So yeah. since we're talking about that, can you just speak on how a networking has really helped you in your money game, right, in your business? Oh my God, it's, it's the only thing that has really <laughs> helped me. You know, um, when people talk about you, uh, that that has so much weight than just seeing you online. So and like I tell people, your, your reviews online are very important because the first thing on social media they're gonna find is, your reviews, but to actually talk to someone and say, oh yeah, she helped me with this and she helped me with that. I mean, it has grown my business. I mean, it's, it's out of, I can't even keep up. Let's just tell you, I'm gonna tell you that. But I'm a part of, I'm a very good networker. At first I was an introvert, but now, you know, closed mouths don't get fed and I like to eat. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get out there and you got to talk and let people know yeah. what you need. And like I said, when you let people know what you need, they, if they can't do it, usually they will find a resource that can help you out. That's what I found, especially successful people. Because what do they have to lose? What do we, ha- what do we have to lose? By helping you. If anything, we gain a, a, a successful client. <laughs> yeah. Money, if you're around me, you're going to get money. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. I don't think people know how powerful it is to have a network that supports you, that will speak your name to people that you've never seen before, speak your name in rooms, right? And that has happened to me. It happens to me all the time. Referrals that come out of, from everywhere, Mm -hmm. from people that sometimes I've never met in person, they, we've connected somewhere, right? On the internet, online, in a group, we made that connection. So even if you're in a small town, you can't make connections there. I really, I don't know anywhere that you can't make connections, but the online space just makes it limitless. Right. Limitless opportunities to connect with people all over the world in your local community, nationwide, internationally. So use that, you take, use the time, carve out time. Cause a lot of us don't, a lot of people don't carve out time for networking. You have to get yourself out there, right? In the spaces, you have to take center stage. You have to let people know who you are, what you do, what you're about, what your mission is. Let them know that as, as much as you want support, you're there to support uh, them. You're you're there to support other business owners and entrepreneurs, right? And right. your consumers. I think that that is so important. Yeah. It's like that social, social credit or something because it's like everything... I can't believe when I started my business how much of it was um, just just talking to people and just networking and like going to events and being online and showing up on social media and all of that. But it really is. It's like one of your goals and your business needs to be every week. How am I going to show up this week? How am I going to make those connections? Because it is huge. It does make such a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. I get a lot of oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was just saying, I get a lot of clients because, you know, I'm kind of silly on social media. But yeah, I, 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 I say, 
you know, that you're really authentic, you know, I can talk to you, you know what I'm saying? So um, just be you, be you authentic and just be real, you know, so that helps me out a lot because I'm yeah, a fool. It helps, yeah, it helps all of us. And I said you're funny. And yeah. and I was like, don't take offense to that because I think you could be a stand up comedian. Like, well, sit down. Uh, I don't want to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's People a breath. Love that. Yeah, but it's a breath, yeah. breath of fresh, fresh air. And I was telling her right. like yesterday that we're so serious as business owners. We need to just lighten yeah. up. Just you know, have some fun sometimes. To connect with other business owners just to have fun, just to get to learn about what they're doing, what mm -hmm. great things share ideas and things like that. We need to do more of that. That will get your juices flowing, yeah, right? That will yeah. bring more ideas to your mind and say, oh, I could do this. Or I never thought about that. You get another perspective mm -hmm. because I mean, I'm here alone. I don't know about you, but I'm here alone. I have a lot of great ideas, but I need to bounce these ideas off of somebody right. else, right? Yes. Um, and I get a different perspective. Uh, and then I can switch it up. I get to learn what my consumer really wants. That is so helpful. So don't take your don't take your business so seriously uh, that you you're not connecting and enjoying the process, right? Let's have fun and enjoy uh, the process, right? Uh, so oh, we're I'm sorry. Again, I need to get this out. There. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. You learn from your mistakes. You know, yeah. failure is good. So let, let's put it because people are so scared to fail. I have failed so many times. I'm not even going <laughs> to. I have failed so many times, but it's like, okay, cool. Whatever. Dust right, yourself off. Like the next and thing. Back yeah. up. You know, that's a lesson exactly. learned. You won't do it again. You know, so well, don't be afraid of, afraid of failure. That's another tidbit. Yeah. Don't be afraid of failure and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. Right. Right. Uh, and if, and if, if don't be afraid to do things outside of your comfort zone. I mean, there's so many tips we can give here, but that's mm -hmm. another good one. I, yeah. I hear so many times people are just so afraid, right? Uh, afraid to get on video. If, mm -hmm. if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, you need to be on video, doing video at some point, right? Uh, because that if you are a marketer, you want to get your brand out there, your business out there, you need to be visible. There's nothing uh, better or more effective than video. Next to that is images, right? When you're doing social media, marketing, posting and things like that, mm -hmm. video really uh, is important and it allows you in, to engage with your audience or your customers to be able to be, they see if you're authentic or not, right? They can your res, your uh, your authenticity comes across your expertise comes across. It is so important. But I still have people that say I won't get on video. So even grant applications now they're asking you to do a thirty second video or sixty second wow. video. Now are you going to turn down doing a thirty second video to talk about you and your business for a chance to get five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, or more dollars? Are you going to turn that down? No. If you were going to turn it down, let's not turn those opportunities down uh, again. Uh, don't be afraid to get out your comfort zone. Do it scared, right? The yeah. more you mm -hmm. put something to practice, the more easier, the more comfortable you would get. You know, when I first started this show, I had nervousness, right? I still get nervous sometimes, but I'm still going to come on and, t and, and talk. I'm still going to come on and share information because I'm passionate about this thing. Let your passion drive you. Let your passion drive you and you'll see that you'll overcome that discomfort 
and it would just become easier and easier and easier for you as you as you continue okay all right <laughs> so yeah. we've all been here for an hour we're gonna have to do another money show because there's still things that uh, topics that i didn't talk about so we just we're gonna have to do a part two and a part three uh, because we we need to start talking about money making money protecting our money growing our money investing our money uh, so there's definitely more to talk about. I so appreciate having Amy and Crystal here on our show. You all have been so amazing and you all dropped some amazing gems. So audience, I hope you took notes. I hope you enjoyed the show and do share out this video and broadcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, tag them right now, right? What are you waiting for? Tag them because guaranteed every business owner can benefit from what we talked about today if there's some other uh thing that you would like to know about or learn about to help you leverage your money game to be a boss right then definitely put that in the comments and we will take that in consideration for our next broadcast that we host on this topic so thank you all so much before we close i'll just let amy just remind us of where people can connect with you and what offers, if any, do you have for our audience? Yes, yeah, thank you. So we've just launched our rebrand. We are Boulder Money. We have a membership program for money coaching. So what that means is that you get your, your own personal money coach to guide you through building wealth, to guide you through taking the steps you need to start your own business or take your business full time. So what we're offering right now is one month three with a three month membership. So you can go to bouldermoney.com and go to go there and enter your email address and we will send you a link to get that um, coupon code. I'm also gonna comment after this is done, I'll comment with the link and I'll put the code in there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Amy Schultz Money Coach. That's where I show up most of the time. Super awkward and weird because whatever, that's, <laughs> that's who I am. Um, but that's where I'll be posting all of our, our updates and all of our um, offers as we have them. And I just want to say thank you for having me. This is always such great information. So it's amazing to be on the other side and to be able to help out. Yes. Awesome. Crystal, where can they find you? Well, you all can find me on social media. Um, Crystal L. Johnson, Law Office of Crystal L. Johnson. I'm on Instagram. I don't do much on Instagram. I'm an old person. So uh, my website is... <laughs> www.cljlawoffice.com. My office address, um, phone number is 219-213-6774. That's my office number. Um, I don't have any offers right now. I'm actually dealing with the late filing tax season. I, I, I'm, I'm here, but I'm not here. Um, but I wanted to let everybody know, in addition to being a tax and business attorney, I'm also a real estate investor that primarily focuses on the Lake County, Indiana tax sales. So that's the property tax sales. I'm sure some of you all have heard about it before. So I do host in-person classes and I'm also going to create a course, an online course. So if you're interested in learning about um, property tax liens, how to purchase property tax liens, so that's pretty much what we're doing is purchasing liens on the properties, for pennies on the dollar, okay? So this is a way to leverage your money as well to create generational wealth. So just hit me up and we can talk. 
Yes, that's amazing. I love it. So again, we will make sure all their information is in the comments. We will follow up and engage with you all after the show. If you would like to be a, a guest on our show, we welcome you uh, to apply. We have so many opportunities to spotlight women in business. You can reach out to us anywhere on social media, and you can visit our website at www.shebosstalk.com. And before I close, I want to let you all know those of you that want to start a YouTube channel, you have one, you haven't been doing anything with it, and you want to build your tribe, you want to make multiple streams of income, I encourage you to show up for our class that we are hosting on October the 9th. Now, the seats are already filling up, so be sure to book your spot now before, uh, before we close registration. So those details will also be put in the comments for you uh, to be able to get access to as well. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, continue to be the boss with Amplified Impact. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Shantae. Bye, everyone. Thank you.